0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is show number 35. This week's guest is Corina Hermann. Corina is a Dutch photographer who does a lot of landscapes, long exposures, uh, sun streaks, neutral density filters, and she makes her own cameras and she comes and talks with us a little bit about her inspiration. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is show 35. Are
1: you and, sure?
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I swear.
1: Trust you me. You sure? Didn't you say that yeah. last week?
0: I think I did say that last week, but I messed up last week. It was actually show 34 was last week, so this week is 35.
1: Okay, Yes. Yeah. so this is the, our proper film format week, although somebody did point <laughs> out in the in the Facebook group uh, really, it's one hundred and thirty-five. One thirty-five should be the thirty-five millimeter mm-hmm. show. But what do you think? We're... I think next week. Next week will be good because <laughs> we can. Next week it can be six by six, which is thirty-six.
0: There you go. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah. You
1: so you're not so, at home, are you? Where are you? You're somewhere exotic.
0: Me, I am in the mountains um, of North Carolina, sitting in a hotel room, uh, doing this. So.
1: Have you raided? Some... Uh, have you raided the minibar?
0: No, it's not that fancy of a hotel room. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no.
1: Have you been out, managed to uh, make any photographs today?
0: Nope. It's too cold for me. Uh, it's really cold here. And I, I think it's going to be even colder up, up in the mountains, you know, like we're kind of like uh, much higher elevation than where I'm normally at at home. I in. I'm actually in Asheville uh north carolina and i put out a call if anybody was wanted to meet up and do some panel photography and walk around but uh
1: they were all washing their hair were they nobody responded to <laughs> me <laughs> so oh it's so good I, to, it's good to be popular isn't
0: it yeah so alas <laughs> i'm sitting here by myself in
1: a hotel room <laughs> all by myself yeah
0: hopefully this afternoon is going to warm up uh and I think um, later on this afternoon when we finish this, I think I'm going to go out for a walk and maybe drive up into the mountains. I don't know and see what's going on. But...
1: Well, I was going to say, and then I thought, and then I checked myself. I nearly said, well, we have a super hot guest to, to um, warm you up. But that sounded a bit <laughs> wrong. <so. laughs> yeah, I don't think that's
0: going to work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would you like me to introduce our guest? Because I'm not sure. I think you're a bit panicking over the pronunciation, aren't you?
0: Yeah, you do it. Uh, oh, wait, wait, a second, wait a second. So today we have, as normal, we have Andrew international man of mystery, Bartram.
1: <laughs> okay, now you can go. And we're also joined by the rather wonderful Hermann. <laughs> <Hello>? <laughs> Cor- Corinne Hermann. Ho- or Corinne Horman, if you just pronounce it as it, as it's written. But the O as a... What do they call that thing? Corinne? Ola? Ola? An umlaut. Umlaut. <laughs> yes. <Anyway>. Man. Man. <laughs>
0: welcome Corinne. how are you
2: thank you i'm fine how are you
0: doing pretty good
1: yeah we, we always we always enjoy getting to friday because it means we can do the podcast and we can look forward to a couple of days in fact we're doing uh, it's a busy weekend for us because we're chatting with you this evening mm-hmm. and then we're chatting with next week's guest on sunday i, yep. I believe mm-hmm. so is- we're getting um uh, monica smith back on who was one of cory's early first guests i think Mm -hmm. she was the
0: very first guest yep she's the very first one
1: so we get to talk to her on sunday but that won't be going out till friday so yeah for now you are the focus of our attentions
0: yes you are
2: well (laughs) thank you
0: (laughs) if you want to uh so a a lot of our listeners probably follow you uh on Instagram um and Facebook, but if you want to give a second just to let everybody know a little bit about yourself,
2: uh mm-hmm. Well um I've been doing pinhole photography I think for about twenty years now. And um I started when uh in the end of the nineties when I was in uh, art school. Uh one of my teachers said uh I sh- yeah, I should probably like using pinhole photography. So I started, and um, actually I never quit. And um, I made my own camera back then, and actually I'm still using that same old camera.
0: Is that the one on your Instagram page that has the duct tape around it?
2: No, yeah, okay, (laughs) not really. But I made, I made, um, I remade the camera. I still got it, and I still use it, but not for my ultra long uh, exposures.
1: Right, just
2: rate it. Gets lost somewhere, you know. Sure. So I made like ten, ten of them uh, to hang everywhere and to leave behind, and you know, record the the image. So
1: are these the ones on your Instagram post with the gray tape around them? Yes, yeah.
2: that's right. Those are the ones. Yeah, the ones I Is... really
1: made. Is this the one that you would have left and it filled up with water on one of your images, the one you've just showed? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, also, sometimes they get buggered up because of the
1: water. (laughs) Yeah, that's a technical term, folks. Buggered up. (laughs) (laughs) Do you say buggered up in uh, America, Corey, or is that just a European term?
0: All the time, man. I say that all the time. Yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) Where did you leave that one then? Because this is that rather lovely image that filled up with salt water. It's yeah. on your Instagram post. Of, is it fairly recent post? No, oh, no, no, it's I not. Oh,
2: no. so. it's an older post.
1: Yeah, November the 18th. I saw yeah. that and then I thought, you're posting into the future. <laughs> <laughs> you're a, ti- a time traveling pin holographer.
2: Yeah, oh, well, there
1: you <laughs> go. Go. <laughs> Lots of rain. So, did you, um, did that just fill up with water because it wasn't light proof or did it, did the tide come in?
2: (laughs) Yeah, some some of that, uh, something like that. No, it was like I put it up and I knew the weather wasn't going to be too, uh, too okay rain, storm, you know. But that day I put him up, there was sunshine. So, I thought, well, I just put it up and, you know, I'll pick it up two days later or one day later. But then the weather was so, so bad. Um, lots of rain lots of storm and I didn't feel like walking for like three quarters of an hour to get it so I left it for about a week and um, then I went there to pick it up and yeah it was full of full of water and yeah that was the result just like some sort of abstract uh, image with all these you know stains in it
1: it really is and of course you're capturing the landscape quite literally aren't you
2: Yes, I am. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and uh, these are these cameras. You're leaving them in fairly remote places. They're not disturbed by anybody. Is this close to where you live?
2: Yeah, it's like I think it's more or less depends on where I go, but like an hour's drive or something. So it's not too far. We have in the north of the Netherlands, we have the Wadden Sea. It's um, it's not really an ocean or something, but like these wetlands and mud flats and everything. And at the moment, I'm, I'm doing a lot of photography there. And that's where that image was taken as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cool. we, have a, we have a similar landscape to the about one hour from where I live. Yeah. Because I live in an area which is very similar to the Netherlands in, in terms of mm-hmm. uh, the Fenlands, which are drained. They were yeah. dra- drained in the 17th century by Dutch engineers. Mm-hmm. And so as we head towards the Norfolk coast, and yeah. this area called the Wash. And that's a, a a large area of, of marshland and salt flats, yep. and that's very very similar. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: and I have marshes oh. around where I live too. I'm, I'm oh, on the yeah. edge of the continent too, so we have lots of marshes. And I don't know, I won't call them salt flats; just hmm. more of mud, you know, for us. But
1: but yeah. you're Corey, you're always complaining that you've got nothing to photograph, and can't you can just take inspiration from Corinne, can't you?
0: <laughs> you can. I like I like all of. Uh, Everything that you do, like, I've been following you for quite a while, actually. Mm-hmm. I haven't just recently started doing it. I've always liked uh, You're a, the a images long, you have. a
1: long-term stalker.
0: I am, I am. They always blew my mind. I'm like, you know, how is she doing this, you know, because, I mean, like, it's, it, I don't think it's film, and she's doing, like, the solars, but, you know, it, it, they must only be, like, a day or two, you know, so I've been yeah. racking my, my brain well, about how is she doing it, what is she shooting on? I was like, she has to be using some kind of neutral – Think, filter or something.
1: I think some of the some of these yeah. are double exposures, aren't they? I think Corinne, yeah. where, where, <laughs> where you've got like a, a person, the silhouette of a person, for instance, and then yeah. a lot of them have this the sun in the image, and then yeah. they, on the on the, and then are you sort of physically moving the camera to get that light streak? Because some of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes I'm I'm physically moving the camera after the exposure towards yeah. the sun to get this light uh, stripes. In the image.
1: Because first of all I thought it was like sun solar trails, but
2: it is it... actually. It is from moving you know, the sun comes through the pinhole and when you move it towards the sun, it overexposes on that specific place mm. where the sun is, mm-hmm. and you get these light trails in the image. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, but some of your some of your images are where a bit like a solar can yeah. type thing, aren't they, where you're yeah, just that... leaving the image your camera's okay. steady. But others, you're physically moving it, aren't you? I think that's what it looks like to me anyway.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's how I do it. Yeah. And the the solar graphs, uh, the the old I call them, they're made by using neutral density uh, filter uh, on the inside of the camera, behind the pinhole. I just stick it with uh, cello tape, with tape, and um, that's how I do it.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: See... Andrew, somebody else (laughs) who doesn't have
0: any problem with doing it.
1: (laughs) Well, I um, actually, I I really like the images that I got when I stuck a a yellow filter behind the pinhole in my Zero image camera. Mm -hmm. I I got a lot of strange reflections and refractions, but I think they actually added something to the image. Mm -hmm. There you go but yeah that was just a yellow filter so not i haven't done neutral density how many stops neutral yes. de- was it a, a really thick neutral density filter you use yeah
2: i i just go to a um a store here in town um where they sell stuff for theater uh lighting okay they yeah whole rolls of neutral density filter they got one stop two stop and four stops i think and i just stack it mm. So I got a lot of filter, but it's actually together. It's about 12 stops, I think, somewhere mm. around. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. And then when you do that, it doesn't matter if you uh hang a camera up for a day or two days or a week. It's a <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's pretty properly exposed. So are that's you, great.
1: Are you using – are you making the, your pinholes, Karina, or are you buying them?
2: No, I'm making them, actually – I buy these uh, drills of um,
1: um, little tiny yeah. bits.
2: Yeah, very tiny. If you sneeze or something, they're lost. You know, they're gone. <laughs>
1: uh, Diane, Diane Peterson uses the same things, doesn't she? Yeah. How oh, little... does she?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then you're, I'm, I'm just able to make them the way, you know, very, very uh, precisely. And then I put them in an um, old uh, slide projector. And to see if the pinholes, uh, you know, round, and if they're not, you know, if it's, it, yeah, if it's round instead of oval or whatever, if it's properly rounded. So, you know, the for the sharpness of the image. Not oh. that my images are that sharp, but you know.
0: Yeah. So you, so what are you? Just putting them uh, in front of the lens of a of a projector, and that, then checking for the shape of them.
2: Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, huh. works for me. So,
1: but you're getting the dimension of the pinhole because the the the, the very small drill bits are mm-hmm. are effectively the diameter of the pinhole, aren't they? Yeah. Yes,
2: they are. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. The diameter is one point one zero point zero three millimeter, wow. three tenth of a millimeter. So it's very small, hmm. actually.
0: How, what are your um? So when you set these cameras out are you what is your average you know like exposure time going from an hour or two to 3 or 4 days just depending on what you want to accomplish or
2: No it's just you know I have to drive for 1 hour put all these cameras out and then sometimes next day uh there will be clouds in the sky for example there like okay I leave it one more day and you know go back then or um just one week when I'm too lazy or uh, not in the possibility to go and pick it up, you know. So that's yeah. how I do it.
1: And I... is that mainly? Is that are these ones with film? It, using film with all your neutral density, or is it paper?
2: No, I use film. I've never hmm. used paper actually. Always uh,
1: ah.
2: five inch. Because you
1: thought it was paper, didn't you, Curry? And I wasn't sure. From <laughs> I did. From I reading. did for
0: a long time. Only only because of just. Kind of like the aspect ratio of the of what you post, you know, they're not like square.
1: Uh-huh. So I
0: thought maybe it was a, I thought you were just maybe doing eight by tens and making contact prints of them and scanning it or something.
2: Yeah, no. It's four by five inch film. Oh. Huh.
0: So, yeah. My my mind's blown now even more. I'm just even twist more twisted now. <laughs> uh,
1: and you're <laughs> sticking those sheets inside your homemade yeah. pinhole camera.
2: Yeah, just and you're, tape very easy tape and then stick And it just out. a
0: just a box with you guys call it gaffer's tape but i call it duct tape (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) oh no they're different things
0: oh yeah yeah i know the gaffer's tape is a gaffer's tape isn't very easy to find here Um,
1: it's not easy to find anywhere i did a search for it and it's um it's it's it's, you use it and it doesn't leave a sticky residue that's the idea isn't it well
0: i can't find anywhere where in my town or area where i can just walk in and grab a roll of it if i wanted i have to You know, ordered online, but you go in the hardware store here uh, in the States and you can find every color and design and print on duct tape that you want. You know, they have leopard print and pink and all kinds of craziness. So,
1: I was looking at your Icelandic series on your on your website, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Karina. Yeah. uh, And uh, I've now lost it. Oh, no. Oh no, I tell you what I'm looking at at the moment, I was looking, we'll come to Icelandic in a minute, I was looking at the other yeah. superb image which I was going to quiz you on, and it may well be Iceland, I don't know, drowned land.
2: Oh, that's not Iceland, that was, it's old, old images I made uh, here in the north of the Netherlands, ah. when there was lots and lots of rain and everybody, <laughs> you know, too much rain actually, and the land was like drowned.
1: Yeah, so. there's, there's two images, the one...
2: Yep, that's right. The
1: the the one which is less distinct is the one I like. I mean, folks, if you want to see these images, this is uh, drowned land. It's on Corina's website, Corina hum Corina Homan dot com, I think. Anyway, if you just Google her and type in Corina yeah. Homan pinholes, you'll find her website. And this is just a beautiful image. It's got this in in the middle. You've got a sort of center horizon. Then you have a, a land mass like a rock, and then mm-hmm. you've clearly got some rock pools and water, and then a dra- really dramatic sky and lots of movement. Presumably, that's just water washing over time, is it? Is it, mm-hmm. is it? Is this a? If you can cast your mind back to this exposure, so again, it's on film.
2: Yes, that's right. Yeah, and um, it's actually I. I can't find the image now at the moment because <laughs> my website isn't working <laughs> on my computer. But um, from what I re- remember, it's just a, they, they um, made um, uh, space for the water, you know. So there's like heaps of sand, uh, what you see, instead of rocks. And uh, the exposure there is just about two minutes or something um, right. with, you know, my old camera, the one I made. Years ago, and that I'm still using. So, and and shut on film. FP4, would you
1: be u- FP four? But would you be using neutral density filters in there still?
2: No, no, there I didn't use it yet. No, it's just a uh, normal exposure. Is it that the-
1: sky is incredible? That's just wow.
2: Yeah, it's because it was like a rainy day or one of those days where there's lots of wind. Yeah, and there suddenly there's sunshine. <clears throat> and uh you know then it's raining again you know those kind of weather
1: in uh, and out yeah that would probably explain the movement in the in the sky yeah the clouds yeah.
2: that's right and it's also i love with... all those thank you that's an thank awesome
1: you. picture yeah. iceland iceland is very popular at the moment and i i saw a, a great exhibition this earlier this year in the uk but mm-hmm. I, i've not seen i don't think i've seen anybody shooting pinhole images no. there before
2: me neither,
1: but, I think. Apart from you. So, apart from you.
0: Everybody goes there, what are they, just probably shooting large format or, you know, the proper
1: view camera. Well, I, think, I think all sorts. Digital yeah, stuff. digital yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a very popular, uh, very very popular lo- location, you know? Yeah. Sure.
2: But it's a beautiful landscape, so.
1: When did you yeah. go? How long ago was it you were in uh, Iceland?
2: It's a long time ago, actually. Uh, because it 's my older work, I actually went there, my last year of art school, so it was nineteen ninety eight and um I went there to shot my final exam pictures, actually, so these were my first pictures ever i exhibited you know right yeah
1: was that a, was that a student exhibition sort of end of end of yeah. end of study exhibition yeah.
2: Yeah, you're right. And then after that, that I exhibited in many places uh, after that. So that was really great, actually.
0: So when you, when you go to somewhere like Iceland or somewhere, uh, anywhere where you're working on like a series of of images, you know that you're, you're going to have that long exposure of time. Do you, do you spend a much time like actually looking at landscape and, you know I mean? And like really kind of like trying to form something in your Mm -hmm. mind or you kind of like, okay, I've, I know where the sun's going to track, and I'm just going to see what happens. Or do you, kind of, you know, like silhouetted shapes, and and are you more of
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of a visionary, or just kind of let's point it this way and and see what go, see what we get.
2: No, I I think I am uh, like some sort of trying to visualize the image in my mind, and um, you know, I just I have to look at the landscape and be there for a sure. while before I start and shoot. To see, you know, what 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 is there for me to right. shoot? How do I feel? And all those kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And then I start um shooting. And uh, like when I'm waiting for the first image to expose, it's really weird what happens then. And I see on one square meter, I see all these things. Oh, and I can do, can do this and I can do that. And, you know? Yeah. So I can spend hours on one square meter. Right. And uh shooting yeah, I know
0: because once you once you start getting into exposures that are as long as you 're doing them i 'm sure you don't want to get back and be like, "Oh, I wish I had to move my camera over uh half a foot, you know <laughs> and you're you're sitting there for hours or do you know whatever uh-huh. I mean, so you definitely have to kind of be yeah. having an idea in your mind of what you want to be coming back with because you're wasting a lot of time if you don't
1: <laughs> You, you...
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right, and you know lots of stuff is you know fails i mean quite often it's not what i want and then i have to go back and start over sure. and be really patient to do this actually
1: yeah it's so. a bit of a problem in iceland though isn't it you can't just hop back
2: no no that's right
0: <laughs> that's right kind of stuck you, with what you come home with if you go yeah.
1: you clearly have a very deep love of landscape and mm-hmm. from Absolutely. all from all of you know your artist statements and your uh, your introduction introductory words on on your website you refer to something called disconsolate which Mm. I did check the meaning of because I thought well that just means kind of sad doesn't it sad landscapes or unhappy landscapes that's a really interesting a really interesting term that I've not seen applied to landscapes a lot of Mm. people Produce very moody and, and dramatic and dark and heavy toned landscapes, and you can draw mm. all sorts of emotional responses from it. But and I've never seen I've never seen disconsolate before. So <laughs> oh, really? what's uh, what's what's the story there, Karina?
2: Mm, yeah, I think I don't know, or I do know. Hard to say. Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's maybe it's not. That's sad, but it's it's when you're there in a landscape, you get all these emotional responses to the landscape. And maybe my emotional response, my own emotional response would be like, you know, sad, but in a nice way. You know what I mean?
0: Right,
1: yeah.
2: And that's what I'd like to catch, actually. And um, it's also maybe... Not only disconsolate, but also, um, yeah, maybe mythical or, um, I don't know. Now my English is being.
1: (laughs) No, 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 yeah. That's fine. Your English is better than my Dutch.
0: Not kind of, not not fully like imaginary, uh, but just kind of in your mind's eye, I guess, maybe. I don't Mm -hmm.
1: know. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the beauty of pinhole. We say it week after week, don't we, that it's... uh the perfect medium for capturing this other world, other
0: Well, yeah, I was going to say that's kind of, it seems like that's yeah. what everybody's getting to with it now. It's kind of the, the surreal side of it. Whereas, you know, with large format four by five, you kind of are always, you know, stuck with that um, uh-huh. matter of fact kind of pictures, but with pinhole, you can go really way out wherever you want to.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, you can always with the with the traditional large format though, curry you, we you can always depart from the reality a little oh, bit, yeah. can't you? with all those well, weird sure. weird bellow movements you can yeah.
0: do. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, no matter what you do with it, though, you're not going to get close to what you're going to be able to do with, you know. No. Uh, with the and pinhole I, as far as that kind of surreal, you know,
1: no. And and feel. and the the unpredictability I think of such long exposures, even when it's just minutes, it's still a long exposure, sure. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and then, when, when you start putting filters inside the camera, yep. then, uh, and then leaving it for a long time to get wet, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you get those, you can get all sorts of reflections and refractions. Mm-hmm. I think it's just brilliant, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it yeah. works great, I really do. Do you,
0: um, so looking at everything that you have up, um, on. Yeah. Instagram and your webpage color is not really something that you do a lot of is it you kind of are more do you like black and white or or do you shoot color but do it in a different medium you know like with uh
2: No I just love black and white yeah. actually because of the moodiness and you know the whole atmosphere it gives Sure and I've been doing color pinhole and um but it's actually because um you know, I I I print my work pretty big, large format prints. I make like one meter or even bigger. Oh, so
0: you so you're printing your four by fives.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, I used to print it uh, in a dark room. You know. Yeah. And it's really big on burrito paper, and um, but I always got this awful. Oh, it's full of stains. The 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 negative is full of stains. So in the old days when I just started. I was busy days with spot tone and a little pencil, you know, <laughs> to get rid of all those dirt. Oh, that's <laughs> very that's
1: very therapeutic. I I love that side yeah, of it. I love, that's right. I love using the spot tone and and, and a, mm-hmm. a double O or triple O sable yeah. brush, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I used to love it too, and but then color. I I really wanted to make color, but I couldn't see myself doing that with color no. with tooth, You know. So then uh, digital photography came and then I thought, oh, well, let's try color. And I just scanned my negatives, you know, and cleaned everything uh, in, inside of the com- computer. So I did color for quite some time. But then I went back to black and white because, yeah, I think I do love that better for myself. Than, yeah. Uh,
1: so are you still wet printing, Karina, or are you uh, make, making digital prints?
2: I make di- digital prints at the moment, but I'm in the process of being kind of fed up with it, because uh, I print it big and then um, mount, it, mount it on uh, on D bond and then put that acrylic glass in front of it. But it's so smooth, you know. Yeah. So I, I thought I must. Try other things now because I don't like it anymore somehow or I'm just fed up with it. And I've actually also been thinking about um, what's called uh, platinum printing and uh, stuff like that. I haven't tried it yet, but that's a plan I have for, you know, the near future.
1: Yeah. Now, who re- remind my sorry brain, Corey, Who's who was doing platinum prints who we've just been speaking to? It wasn't it wasn't Monica last week, was it? It's
0: Graham? No, it wasn't Graham. No, oh, lady. You, it was a lady. You
1: had,
0: you had to ask me, didn't you?
1: I did, yeah. Who did we have on before? <laughs> before Monica, or maybe it was Monica. Somebody in the last few shows has started doing platinum printing.
2: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, and we're we're oh. just so dreadful at remembering.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, you <laughs> asked me now. I'm am a complete blank. But
1: my um, I have a I have a friend called um, uh, Steve Segsby. And he's part yeah. of a he's part of a collective called Inside, the Outside.
2: Oh, I and know them.
1: Yeah, and they focus on they focus on the landscape, but it's it's mm-hmm. this it's very intimate landscapes, and it's about the emotions from uh, landscape photography. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think there's four or five of the guys in in as part of that collective. But Steve used to live near me, and he sold me my he sold his four by five enlarger to me. Now he lives up in Yorkshire, but I see—I um, haven't caught up with him since last year. But you know, he—he uh, he does platinum prints. I've seen some of his platinum prints, and he's very big into altern- alternative work. So, if you want to reach out to Steve, uh, mm-hmm. just on, tw- on Twitter, Steve Segsby. Yeah. He's—he's uh, a very nice and helpful chap.
2: Oh, I might do that. That's nice tip. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Just don't mention that you know Andrew no do 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 I'll, mention I'll
0: you're gonna have that i'm gonna have that stuck in my head now i'm gonna to have to go check and see who was the first guest of the month was
1: yes no it was the one that was yeah, showing was, showing the prints at laycock abbey inside the abbey and, and yeah goodness sake
0: oh my god
1: anyways oh no it was gretchen hayhurst gretchen that's what it was gretchen <laughs> sorry gretchen <laughs> yeah, sorry, gretchen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: We really did yeah. enjoy talking to you. We did. <laughs> the fact that we've just <laughs> forgotten. <laughs> yeah. So you're doing a bit of teaching as well, Corinne, how, uh, in France. Yeah. So just how does that work? As you live in the Netherlands.
2: Oh, you mean in France? No, I'm not teaching in France. Actually, Are you not.
1: No. no, I read. I, I thought know. I read that somewhere that you were teaching in France. Maybe I just made it up.
2: No. No, yeah. <laughs> I've been, maybe I, I have a blog post about uh, France because I was nominated for a prize there one day. So I went there and I think I made a story. Oh, about right.
1: It. Oh, maybe that was it. That was the François Schneider Foundation. Yeah, was that the one?
2: I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Can you hear me? Yeah. We can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we're just mm-hmm. ignoring you. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to say something?
0: <laughs> no, my earphones, uh, I'm, I'm. I think I'm going to have to get a new phone soon because like my lightning port on my phone is like uh starting to kind of get loose and if I touch it, you know what I mean? It'll kind of like you know like cut off the sound a little bit. Uh I'll just make sure that you guys that, could, that we, you guys
1: could hear me? We didn't miss you. I oh, know. It's all right. Like... So what so, teach, what teaching are you doing then?
2: Well, I have been teaching on a uh photographers uh Study at Photo Academy for 12 years. Okay. And um, at the moment, I'm uh, at my photography work. I'm working at a photo gallery and um, I'm uh, responsible for the education there. And uh, I also teach myself still, but now it's mainly uh, high school children or high school students i don't know how to call it but um so that's what i'm doing as well you go and lots of workshops
1: yeah are you going into schools are you are you invited into schools or is this a Mm
2: -hmm.
1: do you approach schools
2: um yeah for my work in the gallery i approach schools but for my pinhole photography and pinhole workshops you know here in the me and they just ask me, you know, hey, can you come and give a lesson or a workshop uh, then and then? And you know, that's how it works. So that's cool. By now they just know what I'm doing and they ask me for it. So that's and all yeah. children or your children as well, and young people and everybody likes the magic of the whole process so much. So that's really great to see how they are working. Huh.
1: Awesome. There's a few of you in this field now, and I just find it fantastic. We had um, Justin Quinnell on some months back, and he's mm-hmm. like Mr. Master Teacher and enth- yeah. enthusiast. And in the new year, we're going to get Rachel on from the Sunny 16 mm-hmm. podcast, and Rachel mm-hmm. Brewster, you know, just does all this sort of stuff as well. And uh, there's a couple of others I think we're probably going to have on next year. I can't, the names escape me at the moment. But I just my hat my hat comes off to you guys for, you know, going into schools, dealing with the young people and just bringing something of this wonderful world of analog photography to them in a, mm-hmm. in a, in a way that's fun and imaginative, you know, it keeps as, them, as it keeps them interested. Yeah. And it, yeah.
2: That's...
1: Do you get them to make pinhole cameras?
2: Yeah, I used to, but they nowadays they don't like making pinhole cameras that much anymore don't like so i skip the part nowadays and i got a whole lot of um round boxes and so i would just give them a pinhole camera i explain what it is how it works etc etc and then we build a uh, a dark room somewhere and um well and then they just go for it and make pinholes there you
1: go yeah, cool. you see i have thought they'd have enjoyed the making part but maybe this is just young people today with their lack of attention spans, don't you think?
0: Instant gratification, yeah, Andrew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just give me a camera if I don't want to make one.
0: <laughs> Fine. Mm. Yeah. So,
2: they just don't like making stuff anymore from cardboard or, you know, those kind of yeah. something behind a computer. I think that's why they don't like making it anymore.
0: Do you do you like is there a certain season that you prefer to to I'm mean, I'm sure you like summer better than winter but do you like uh do you like how the lower tracks maybe you'll get you know during during the winter time of the sun or do you like the higher the higher tracks of spring and summer
2: I like the fall actually because yeah. somehow I made some images in in during the fall October in early October late September and um, the sun is already low. And you know, you have these bright days. And then when you make a long exposure, uh, the sun path is so broad, somehow. And uh, the reflection also. So I just, I really like that actually. Mm. And um, yeah, that's cool. But I just love to be out windy and, um, you know, like that when it's a bit of a rough weather and there's great skies, and yeah. I don't, I don't think,
1: uh, we as photographers generally, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm being really, really general now and, and making a, a broad, sweeping statement, but we, I don't think we go out enough in the bad weather because there's no such, what do they say? What's that expression? There's no such thing as bad weather. It's just poor poor clothing or something, isn't it? So if you <laughs> if you can keep yourself comfortable, and with a pinhole mm-hmm. camera, with a pinhole camera, you're maybe not so c if you've got a like a five thousand euro DSLR or something, you know, you're perhaps a bit nervous about taking it outside. I don't know. I've never I've never had one. But you know, with a pinhole camera, particularly a particularly homemade one, providing it's not made of cardboard, because then it might just dissolve. Melt. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, maybe one made out of tin or or, or one of the mm-hmm. fantastic reality cameras or you know, Todd's 3d printed camera you're not worried are you and and let's just open ourselves up to not just recording the image but recording the elements as well and i'm Mm -hmm. certainly gonna i've certainly been inspired to uh, to to drive out into my equivalent of your wetlands in the fens Mm -hmm. and go when we get this changing weather where i think you're alluding to it where one minute it's sunny and then you can see the yep. sun in the distance and the, and the rain clouds are still there, you know, and it's changing. It's mm-hmm. very dynamic. And because the skies are so enormous, because there's no mountains, you know, you can just see this the yeah. drama unfolding. And that, and with pinhole, I think in the past, I've always been a bit concerned, oh, I'm, I'm never going to capture that moment. But actually, with that, with those neutral density filters and yeah. giving you, yeah, you can just get the change, can't you, you know, for over a few minutes.
2: Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to have
1: to get. I'm going to yeah. have to get me some uh, neutral density acetate. You didn't. When you sent me some acetate, Corey, there wasn't any neutral density in there. Were there? Just coloured.
0: Yeah. I have some. If you would like a piece, if you follow directions, so that you. Do...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually do have a piece I of. I, I have a piece test. of that.
1: <laughs> go ahead.
2: I can send you some neutral density filter.
1: There you go. Bless I've, you. I've, I've yeah. all...
2: Old Soviets,
1: so. Yeah, I don't need much, do I? You don't. I don't need like yards. I just yeah. need some to stick <laughs> inside my. That would be wonderful. I, I'd love that because I'd. I'd really like to experiment in bad weather, where well, not mm-hmm. just bad weather, where the sun, where we get the storm conditions, and the sun is yep. coming out, and then it's raining, and I think yeah. that would be mm-hmm. be brilliant.
0: Yeah, I have some. Uh, some that is, I think it's four stop, uh, neutral, neutral density filter uh, that I got from uh, Mark.
1: Um, three-eyed, 3 monster, Mark.
0: No, not that Mark. The different Mark. Uh, he does. Uh, he's part of the Dallas Photo Walk. Okay. Mark, uh, his his wife does the uh, Film Photo Geeks podcast. Uh, I think his last name is Dahl. Uh Anyways, he sent me some. Uh, he when he sent me some of that direct positive paper, and I, I, haven't, oh, okay. I haven't used it yet. Actually, I need to. I need to uh, get on get on mm-hmm. it and cut some up and start giving it a try.
1: There are so many photography, analog photography, pinhole um, pin podcast podcasts starting <laughs> up, aren't there? You know, and and I, to be honest, I I'm struggling to keep up with it. Yeah, uh, I think f- film film <laughs> film photo geeks. I have downloaded some. I'm not sure yeah. that I've listened to any yet.
0: So many new film podcasts are coming out. Uh, they've had to create a directory. Graham Graham Young from um, Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: homemade camera homemade podcast. camera
0: yep he uh he started a film photography podcast directory so
1: it's a film film podcast directory network or something isn't it that's yep. what he calls yeah
0: yeah
1: and we're on there and i think uh, if you if you if you Everybody want to be is. if you want to be inspired go and look at that list do you have anyone podcasting in the netherlands Corinna?
2: not that i know obviously. there you go so
1: you can start one
2: can start one yeah Yeah. times i don't know times you know i haven't got enough time to (laughs) start a podcast i think it's pretty pretty um great uh cory and andrew did you just do this thing every every week well my compliment
1: well it's all it's all about the guests thank you yes but it's all about the guests i think i think if it wasn't for talking to people we We'd struggle. Wouldn't, well, we would struggle. I'm not sure we'd have got past mm-hmm. episode yeah. six. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and the other thing that makes it really easy is just being able to do this on Anchor. I mean, we talk for an hour. It takes me five minutes to put it together uh, and then put it out. If I had to sit down and, mm-hmm. and do editing for an hour or two yes. every week with every show, it might be yeah. a little bit different. But if we, if we we were
1: If we were properly professional, then it might take some of the yeah. fun out of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a few still using Anchor, and and I think it's yeah. getting it's getting a bit better. We don't tend to we don't tend to lose anybody now, do we? Not yeah. very often, anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, but we we enjoy doing it. I mean, it's fun. We love. I love talking to people. I know I know Andrew does also. So it just <laughs> works out really it. good. I hate it.
1: I'm really miserable.
0: <laughs> he likes talking. Maybe not so much to other people, but you know, he definitely <laughs> enjoys. He's
1: endowed with the gift of gab, as my grandmother used to say. <laughs> well you know it's really interesting isn't it because actually you know my 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 natural state of being and I, and i would be interested to hear your two thoughts on this my natural state is to be introverted now that's that's a term which is which gets a bad re- reputation it you know you get sort of oh there's somebody who is very sort of weak and wouldn't stand up for themselves but actually a a true introvert is somebody who's quite happy with his or her own company and yeah yeah, and I'm more than happy with my own company and when I'm when I'm out and about I don't feel the need to talk to people particularly but you know then I'll see somebody uh, I said oh I really like to photograph you and then I can just go up and talk to them sure but my natural at rest position if you like is introvert and I think you know, and I, and I wonder, we as film photographers and pinhole photographers, what whether that's sort of common or um, or not. What about you two guys? How do you feel about your natural sort of personality states?
0: Um, I I'm I'm the opposite of that. I can talk to anybody. I'm I'm more of a outgoing person. If I'm sitting in a room with people that I don't know, I'm that I'm the first guy that will say, "Hey, you know," and, and ask somebody a question and start talking, and then everybody, you know. It drives my wife crazy because she's the same way you are, Andrew. And like, we'll get on an elevator and uh, she'll just look straight ahead. She won't even talk to anybody, you know, and then like <laughs> if there's somebody else on there, you know, you don't you know, talk to hey. people in
1: elevators, do you? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? They think you're a nutter.
0: <laughs> I talk to people everywhere. That's what, that's what drives her crazy. Everywhere we go. she's like, she's like, Oh, you know, Stop talking. know it does. Yeah. But, but she's the exact opposite of me. She, she's happily just to read uh, and you know, take care of her work. Uh, you know what I mean. And just, she doesn't. It just doesn't. She she's the same way. It doesn't bother her if she doesn't speak anyone, It's not a big deal. She's kind of uh, definitely a, a more of an insider kind of person. You know, so
1: if, that if drives you crazy. If you're in a situation, if you're in a situation where there's long periods of silence in a group, do you feel the need to fill that space with the sound of your own voice?
0: Well, not of my own voice, just of people talking in general. You know, like I, I hate that stale kind of like. Uh, you know, everybody's just thinking in their heads about what they're going to do, and nobody's talking to each other because I, I like talking to people. I, I really do. You know, I like I like speaking to people and hearing what they're into, and talking to them and and having a conversation. You know, so uh, yeah, that, that's me.
1: I think all the time that you must spend out in the wilds of Netherlands, Corina, you must yes. be happy. You must be happy with your own company.
2: I, but I think. I'm both. I'm very outgoing. I like talking to people. I like going yeah. out, spending time with people, and but I also need time by myself, you know. And well, that's a, talking- that's how
0: I am. I'm the same. Uh, you know, I like to do that too. I I can. I'm happy being by myself, and or I'm happy talking to people. You know.
2: Yeah, I I've got the same thing. Yeah.
1: Well, that's good. We're all balanced, <laughs> balanced and healthy people. Only only <laughs> you're the you're the only person who's not balanced, Andrew. <laughs> uh Uh, that's funny so so, go on mate no
0: i was just going to say do you what do you do to get yourself inspired uh i know probably like myself and andrew and everyone who does photography panel Mm -hmm. photography you kind of hit these these ups and downs and then there's you know there's times where Mm -hmm. you don't want to go do this because you don't have any ideas or you Mm -hmm. know like i'll be driving home one day from work and i'll see something i'll be like oh and it'll stick in my head until i go back and like take a picture of it you know do you do you do you find yourself having to actively work to keep coming up with ideas and stay inspired?
2: Yeah. yeah, I I guess so because when I'm not inspired, I just start doing things and just trying weird things, you know? And um Almost all the time I do that, something happens, and then I say, yes, that's it. Now I find something really great, like this um, uh path by moving the camera, you know? Right. So that's how it works for me. I just go out and just shoot, and yeah. It'll be interesting, it'll happens- be
1: interesting to see how many so- solar burn images we now see on the Facebook group as everyone runs outside. To um, give it a go to give it a go yes yeah. <laughs> then you'll have to find a new you see you shouldn't tell us you shouldn't reveal your secrets to <laughs> to, to the world <laughs>
0: well you know i kind of went through a phase where i was looking at people and i was wondering what they were doing and i was kind and i was you know kind of asked like hey you know what's going on here but then i kind of got to the point where i just stopped i'm like you know what i do is what i'm doing and, and what they're yeah. doing is what they're doing and i just want to absolutely enjoy what they're doing i don't want to try and and, and mimic what they're doing you know that's why i for so long, I, I've always wondered how you how you were shooting and doing it, Corey. because I just, but I mm-hmm. didn't really want to ask you because everybody, you know, like you do your own thing and, you know, so I, I didn't want to, I really just liked your images for what they were and I kind of didn't really want to try and break them down mm. and figure out what you're doing, you know, so I just kind of just just admired and enjoyed them, so I was happy when you were coming on because now I can
2: well, uh, thanks. give a little bit
0: of insight about, you know, what, what your technique is because everybody does different stuff, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know I don't mind if anybody uses my—it's not my technique, but my technique question marks, you know—but <laughs> um, you know it's it's getting different anyway because everybody's a different person. Everybody's doing it their way. Sure. So that's how I feel about it.
1: Yeah, I think we're all we're all influenced by so many different things, aren't we? We're influenced by the landscape we find ourselves in, by the people we interact with. I'm constantly inspired every Friday. Really, you know. Yeah, yeah. me
0: too. I I am also,
1: and uh, and equal inspired and depressed at the same time with uh, with <laughs> with much with much of the work that I see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm depressed yeah. because I think hmm, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. <laughs> and mine's not.
2: <laughs> I, I uh, had that as well when I started doing Instagram. I don't know how few years ago I think. Oh, I got so depressed to see what everybody was up to. You see so many great things out there, so I thought, yeah. "Oh my god!"
0: And you <laughs> know, it's kind
2: of—it's
0: kind of hard to not—I don't—I don't, I don't want to say not take someone's style or their method or whatever, because you—you you look at it, what you're doing. I mean, and you're—and if you're looking, if you're into Instagram, then you're looking at all kinds of photography you know i mean as you're seeing what everyone's doing and you want to try this and you want to try that and Mm -hmm. so it's kind of good and bad because you can kind of work that into your stuff your own way uh, but Mm -hmm. you don't want to do it too much like who the person was you saw doing it you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i think social media is kind of a blessing in a personal way because you you kind of are constantly influenced uh and it's bleeding over into what you're doing whether you realize it or not you know
1: yeah i think it's somehow It's it's subliminal, isn't it? Some of yeah. it's subliminal; it just kind of creeps up on you. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Karina, you sell some work through your website, and mm-hmm. I I've sold some prints, and I think not many, but it's oh, I, me, find, yeah. I find I but you, I find it really hard to know, you know, yeah. where you you know where where photography sits in the in this world. I mean, you know, we listen to I don't know if you listen to Nate, Mike Gutterman on the negative positives podcast but he has an annual art show that he he
2: mm-hmm. he
1: prints his images from his hometown he yeah. d- he does it super cheaply in some cheap frames and he has an art show and i think he may be priced these things for five or ten dollars each but mm-hmm. he he makes enough money on each print that he sells to just keep doing it and he so he's decided that he wants to sell to a very targeted market which is has mm-hmm. hasn't got a lot of money to spend on art you know and people see photography and they say, well hey it's a photograph i can do that why would i pay 40 euros 50 euros 100 euros but you know how do you how do you approach it you know the, the world of selling prints
2: yeah well i have been selling um beginning of 2000 until 2006 i guess through uh galleries through a gallery actually And, um, well, but that's people having lots and lots of money buying your prints, you know? Right. um, Then after 2007, I wasn't selling that much anymore. But I always had the wish to sell to people who couldn't afford it. Because uh, people come to my exhibitions and they say, wow, this work is great. And, oh, but I can't afford it. So then I thought, oh, why not making something or selling something who anybody or most people can afford if they like. And, um, well, I tried to uh, study a little bit of online marketing. I don't know if you're into that kind of stuff and, uh, you know, how that works. So that's what I'm trying, but I'm not that consistent enough right. to, <laughs> to really sell enough.
0: Well, know? I don't think that's you. I think that's just in general um... – Cause I was doing photography as a kind of a, as, as a making money doing it for a little while. And I just mm-hmm. stopped because I just, I just wasn't, you know, I mean, like I wasn't enjoying it anymore, but I was doing more like going and taking people's portraits uh, mm-hmm. and you get there and then they have the kid that's screaming and you won't stop screaming and you have to come back, you know? And so it kind of got yeah. to this point where I wasn't enjoying photography at all, you know? So I kind of like mm-hmm. found, you know, something else to do to, to make a living. And I just kind of yeah. do this as what I really love to do. Yeah. Outside of that, um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. So.
1: But I think you stand a uh, probably with pinhole imagery, which is something that not everybody can easily replicate on their iPhone, or maybe they can. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That I bet there is a pinhole app somewhere.
2: Yeah, it's not that great. I've tried yeah. it. Once.
1: all and it, it does is just
0: blur everything out. You know, it's like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but your um your mounting images, I think they're fairly small, aren't they? on some yeah. kind of acrylic and metal. Yeah. Thing where i think you describe it as floating off the wall they look great yeah, yeah thank
2: you thank you yeah and that's like i print it uh, i print it at a white wall and they mount it and they put acrylic acrylic glass in front of it and they do do it really cheap but it does look really great and really nice so i thought and then really small um how, what's the size 20 centimeters are we talking centimeters by like Fifteen or something—I don't know—something like that. So that's pretty small.
0: Yeah.
2: But. uh, That eight by ten, maybe. Inch. Mm. Yeah, I I could be something like that.
1: I get really confused. Although we're metric uh, over here, aren't we? I still get—I still talk about paper sizes in inches, don't we? And then when (laughs) I when I go to buy paper online and you see it (laughs) expressed in (laughs) centimeters, I thought, "Huh? Not sure what that is." but i think the ethos yeah. that you have karina of presenting some beautiful individual works of art that aren't aren't too expensive i think they're about 65 euros i think from
2: mm-hmm. what oh that's right. yeah that's total. yeah
1: and you know they i would imagine they if you know if folks out there are looking for original uh, <laughs> gifts to give people this christmas time i don't By want Prince. to yeah buy prints
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: like <laughs> karina's lovely prints and i'm not on commission <laughs> i am we didn't tell you that i am Andrew, so you just keep pushing
0: it <laughs> i keep getting those things popping up well i was getting mm-hmm. them popping up on the page on the mm-hmm. show's instagram you know like build your instagram business you know and then yeah. buy this buy likes and I all was, I was, so, like, oh.
1: social social media is just creepy because i was I, like most people you know i I go on Amazon and I, and I try and find books that I like, and I have a wish list, you know. So, I, and then occasionally I send it to my kids and say, "There you go, look, look, you can buy me something off there for Christmas or Father's Day." And so I have this wish list of books, and uh, and just on Facebook today, up popped this. It said sponsored advert. Oh, yeah, by Amazon, and it was all yeah. all my books. They're my-
0: tracking yeah. you, man. That's those cookies, yeah. Yeah. I I'm, I've just about gotten to the point now to where I don't even, I know that Instagram is, is, is owned by Facebook and they're, you know, aligning all those algorithms together or whatnot, but I really enjoy Facebook group now more than I do Instagram because you don't really talk on Instagram. You know what I mean? It's just like, mm. I don't know, at least on the Facebook group, where somebody puts something up and, and you talk about something and some, you'll answer a question or you'll discuss something. What do you like about this? You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh just a little yeah, bit
1: more interactive they, uh, uh, i think the facebook groups are becoming what flickr was um five ten years ago you know we we have a we have a great little lensless podcast flickr group and it, it's a little bit interactive but it's a, it's a great place to view images but if you want to get really interactive folks, question uh, yeah or you want questions answered you know we've got lots of new people yeah. joining Listening to the podcast and joining the lensless uh, podcast Facebook group, you know i think we 're up to four hundred and twenty odd members now yeah and it 's really interactive. i think last time I checked it was yeah about three hundred and ninety of those four twenty were were active, so they 're doing things you know right. and the the new- the new people are asking questions and there 's a there's a load of experienced people there, and it 's just a a really fun place to uh, to to be uh, yeah. And I think, uh, and I, it's pretty much all I use Facebook for now. To be truthful,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've just about gotten to the point now where when I get on Instagram, I I used to sit and go through the hashtag, you know, like the penal hashtag, and look at everything. And and now I get on and i and I look at it for a few minutes, and I'm just like, this is just so so overwhelming. You know, this is so much to see that you, it's just like I don't know. I just kind of losing it. You know.
1: Karina, are you in any of the print swap groups that are going on at the moment? There's, there's uh, Mo- Moni Smith runs a, a postcard print swap and mm-hmm. Dustin, 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 Cogs- yep. Dustin Cogsdell runs a Facebook group called Print Swaps.
2: No, um, actually. And, I that, and that's interested. a
1: really good way to exchange yep. our, our art and see, you're not, you, you know, you're not making money from it, but you, you're,
2: fun, you, your,
1: your work is getting exposure, mm-hmm. you know, with other people. Yeah. So Dustin Cogsdale does uh, print has got a print swap group which is pretty active. I think he's, um, he was on on the negative positives podcast recently, and he did say how many members he's got now, which I think might be fifty or sixty. I thought it was um, more than that. It was it? Yeah, it could be. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. it is. Yeah.
1: And I think he's moving to in the new year. He's moving. It's going to be once a month still, but it's going to be more open themes. He was going down the road of having. A theme like nature or
0: portraits und- or whatever. Yeah,
1: and but he found that when he was when he was leaving the theme open, he was getting more respondents. So he's going to have, I think he's going to have a seasonal specific theme four times a year, and then every month it's going to be open. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a great way, you know. You hook up with somebody, you're you're paired up just sort of mm-hmm. ran- randomly, and then you just share information with the person, and you send them a print. You just agree yeah. on what agree on what size you're going to send or whatever and i've done I mean, i've participated in two or three I, I i think i missed the last one yeah and
0: i did one i did uh i think i i didn't do dozens i did uh uh the, um monica's the print parte. Parte. oh you're
1: talking about the other monica there. <laughs> yeah yeah the yeah but that's not that's not prints that's not sending prints to each other is it that's just part, well yeah
0: yeah you, yeah you at the end of it uh, you got you pick someone and uh, they sent you a print. Oh and I was, right, and I'm on the print, you know. Oh, and, I then, and then and Monica does the postcard. The yeah, postcard, she does. Yeah. The printed postcard club. I did that too. The um, other Monica. The other Monica, yeah.
1: Moni Smith, yes. Money yeah, Money, the post. Yeah. I love the postcards, and you love the postcards. And uh, uh, do you have a working darkroom at the moment? I know, you, uh, Karina, you said you were darkroom printing, mm-hmm. but do you have a working darkroom at yep. home or access to one?
2: I have. I have a studio somewhere outside my home. So I like that. So I can go there and work, you know? Right. And uh, i ha- that's a dark room, actually. You know, I have this blinds for the windows so I can make it completely dark and, um, and then larger, like um, my old... Um, what's it called? Um, liberator 138.
1: Oh, it sounds like an aeroplane. A Liberator. <laughs> you can go and bomb... <laughs> Some foreign country (laughs) did you did you
0: did you raise that out of the water
1: (laughs) (laughs) is that a four by five yeah it's a four
2: by five yeah yeah you can um you can um point it to the wall you know so you hang, you can hang big sheets of paper on the wall and then project it i've never
1: done that i've never done that great
2: you should actually
1: so i really
2: enjoyed that and i haven't done it for a long time actually but it's still there and um yeah, I, I you know, I have been um looking on the internet on how to make uh digital uh, negatives from your uh um digital files from your digital files, how to make negatives from that. Um It's so a process,
0: I, isn't it?
2: It's a whole process, yes. But then start making dark room. Do that. I've been right. thinking. Because I used to love the- and uh, it's only the, the the touching up that's that's what holds me well, back. Well, if you
1: oh. get get yourself a box of those Ilford postcards, a box of hundred postcards on pearl paper, and it come mm-hmm. and then just join the, the postcard group because that's a load mm-hmm. of fun. And you don't have yeah. to do it. you don't really if there's any spots or marks on those postcards, you don't really yeah. see it because they're so, yeah. so tiny, you know. So so small,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was
0: doing I a, might... Go ahead. Hello. Good ahead, Corinne. Sorry.
2: <laughs> oh, and I, said, I just said I might do that, buying these postcard paper and you know print it. And so sounds
0: yeah. good. Yeah, I was I was doing just straight little principle. contact prints with mine. On mine, I wasn't even doing them in an enlarger. I would just take and just make contact prints for my six by six um, negatives right on the postcards.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because They're not very big, those cards. I mean, they're not even four by five. I don't I think they're right up four by five, maybe
1: they're three four and six. three and seven eighths by five and seven eighths yeah. inches. A yeah. really odd, yeah. odd size, yeah.
0: But, anyways, well, beer time, one, yeah. I was gonna say, thanks for coming, uh, and <laughs> talking to us.
2: Thanks for having me,
0: yeah. We, uh,
1: so I need to, uh, you, I'm gonna send send you my address so that you can send me some <laughs> there he is yeah, there
0: he is there's andrew <laughs> <laughs> feel free to send me anything you want
1: <laughs> no, karina offered I to know. send me some i know i'm just some kidding. uh what do you call it neutral density uh neutral acetate density
2: yeah. Four yeah. I, I said, yeah.
1: and i'll send you something in return yeah.
2: so... you don't have to but
1: i know but i do um so if
0: you, if you want to let everybody know where they can go to catch up with you uh, and see what you're doing, you know, let everybody know where to find you, Corinne.
2: Um I think my most recent work is on Instagram. It's um, Corrine Hermann at uh, Corrine Herman Photography. And uh, yeah, you can also have a look at my website at uh, CorrineHerman.com or .nl will also work.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah, you've got the links. I think are the links from your Instagram site. I think, aren't they?
0: I think they are. Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. people can yeah. find you.
0: Yeah. I think
1: it's very very distinctive work. I love an Instagram <laughs> site where it's all where people use Instagram in all sorts of different ways, and I mm-hmm. I do like it where it's kind of curated in in much the same style. Some people mm-hmm. just use them to throw random stuff up, and I do that as well. But I do I do love. <laughs> Sites like yours where it's all kind of curated and it's mainly black and white. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank
2: you. Yeah. Cool. yeah, it's only because I'm not that productive because it's so slow, <laughs> you know. I'm not posting that much. So right. No, well, that's, a, that's okay. That's okay. That's
1: yeah. No, yeah. that's okay. Keep us oh, all in right. suspense. And where can people <laughs> find you, Mr. Cannon?
0: Um, you can find me on the Instagram at uh, Pinhole Cannon, and you can find me lurking in the shadows on the Facebook group uh, from time to time.
1: So the Lensless Podcast Facebook group, if you yep. folks out there, and we do have some listeners. I'm not sure how many, but we do have some. If you're not already a member of the Lensless Podcast Facebook group, then go come check along. It out. Go yeah. and check it out. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It is. And we're on Twitter at the Lensless, which is normally me, so that's where I... That's where I normally throw Curry under the bus and, <laughs> and he doesn't get to hear about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, you know?
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, and then there's also,
0: we have uh,
1: the Flickr group. We do. There's about 90 people on there. Yeah. So. And it's a fantastic place to post your work and see other people's. Yep. In the comfort of your living room mm-hmm. on, a, on a big screen. Ideally. Wherever
0: you're at. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming, um, Corinne and we hope everybody has
1: a great weekend. Corina, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.
2: Been a pleasure for me too, guys. Thanks for talking to me.
1: Yes, you're welcome, yep. and we'll have you on again. Yep, very soon, maybe. Mm. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> But next week could be because six six by six is thirty-six, not next week, week after. Whatever. Anyway, next week, yeah, thirty-six. Yep. Six sixes. That's good, isn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: We've missed four by five, which was